All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, let me tell you something about Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and kickboxing real quick. I got a text here from the Mr. Hoist Gracie Black Belt himself, Mr. Chance Shepard. He says, hey, uh, can you read when you, when, you get, when you do the ad read? They have a seminar, man. They're having a seminar tonight. They welcome third-degree black belt Ryan Young. Drop by and see what jiu-jitsu is all about or just meet and shake hands with him and myself and some other local black belts. Starts at 6.30 p.m. We'll be there till 9 p.m. Hey, Chance, if you're listening real quick, tell me which location. Sorry, I should have read this uh, during the break and already asked, but hey, that's what I do. But look, while he's letting me know what location the seminar is at tonight, they have two locations, one in Madison, one in Pearl, Ridgecrest Drive in Madison, Fairmont Plaza in Pearl. It's at the Madison. The seminar tonight is in Madison on Ridgecrest Drive there. You can check it out online, gracysouth.com, for more information. But look, they got, obviously, jiu-jitsu classes taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt, Mr. Chance Shepard. They have women's only self-defense classes taught by a female instructor, so there's like a no male intimidation atmosphere type thing going on. And they have fitness kickboxing, which is a great non-monotonous workout. And I hate doing monotonous things, so... Very fun stuff there. My sister's doing something like that somewhere else, but neither here nor there. She loves it, so uh, go try that out. And, of course, they have children's jiu-jitsu classes. What a great way to teach your child discipline and a little bully prevention. You know, let a, let's get, let a bully catch a broke nose or get in a guillotine clutch. Am I saying that right? Is it a guillotine clutch? Is that what it's called? That sounds right. Rear naked choke. How about that? <laughs> okay. I just... I just Knock them out. <laughs> little F-A, little F-O. Anyway, <laughs> Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and kickboxing. You just and, said, uh, I'm sorry. And uh, look, also real quick, first week's free. And then it's 20% off if you mentioned that you heard it on the Clay Edwards show. And uh, Chance, I got a question from a listener who wants to know us tonight for all ages. So let me know that and I will uh, update her. I, when you said when you said uh, you know f around and, you know all that stuff that uh, anyway I was listening to the show yesterday at home like the first hour and I didn't you know it cuts to one of the commercials about bail bonding and you and you said that I, I had heard that commercial and I literally like spit out my coffee I was laughing so hard oh it's, the, one, of the, it's one of the podcast only commercials it was that's really funny you're like did you just f around <laughs> I was like are oh, you the, are you are you thinking about f around <laughs> and finding out have you recently f around and found out you'll need a bail bond I just hadn't heard that one before I was like that's man that's funny. Well, they asked me when I plug some ads into the podcast. I'm like, yeah, sure, I don't mind. And uh, we, uh, and I just had, I've had some fun with that with the Bell Bond sponsorship. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. It was a great ad for them. I mean, you know, that's what you did. You, you after around, you found out. Now you need to get bonded out. Hey, and, and real quick, uh, ladies and all ages are welcome tonight. So, uh, yep, twelve, twelve and up, and ladies are also welcome tonight at uh, Gracie South. Yeah, man, I was like, look, I, I said, you know, I have a long storied history of effing around and finding out myself, and you always need a good bell bondsman. Yeah, you, that's, that's <laughs> always a useful thing to have. Yeah. You know, if, if you ain't riding in an Uber this weekend, there's a good chance you're going you're gonna to need to uh, yeah. you know, do that. Hey, speaking of Uber, mm. uh, okay, I, not, I don't want anything pornographic or sexual in this conversation, uh-huh. but let's, so let, I, would, I would like to tell a, an Uber story. I've if got it, one. I'm kidding. I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to. And, if, any, and if, any, if anybody's got a good Uber story, I, I want to I hear them. But again, I don't want anything pornographic or sexual. Uh, because I, we could do we could do multiple shows with all that type of content. Yeah, you know, we, there's kids in the car. Oh, that's right. It's an early hour. Yeah, but um, I, we we rode a, we we went out to Shuckers a couple of weeks ago, and we got an Uber home. 
we got an Uber there too. And we got an Uber home. And uh, we, we ended up with this really interesting Uber driver. And I, and I, I, I thought the guy was just really, really interesting. But he was from Canada and he's a vegan, but he had never been to Waffle House before. So we're in Waffle House and Brandon with this guy. And, you know, what does a vegan get at Waffle House? You know? But, yeah. You know, I guess he got a waffle, actually. I guess that's about the only thing you get. Yeah, he got a waffle. And um, other covered hash browns. And we find out that he's a, uh, he basically reads palms type stuff. He what? Like he can kind of read your palms. Oh, he can read your, okay. And uh, let's see here. So he, uh, we're in there in Waffle House. Me and my girlfriend are on one side of the booth. He's on the other. And uh, he does astrology. That's what it is. It's like astrology. You know, read your uh, signs. They tell you if you're compatible and all that. And so <laughs> somewhere in that, I had to, uh, he was like, I, he needed to know was I born at what time of the day I was born. I was like, well, I had to text my mom or call my mom at, I guess it was about three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You tell me this, right. And find out <laughs> what time I was born. <laughs> and the next day I got a text from my mom. I'm trying to find it here so I can read it verbatim. Here, that's not it. Anyway, she was like, "Were you were you with an astrologist last night? Because you had to ask me what time you were born." I said, "I was, I was." So we end up we end up out with a, a palm reading vegan Uber driver from Canada that had never been to Waffle House. <laughs> So we took him to Waffle House. He had a great experience. He's just a very interesting guy. Drove a Honda Civic with a ton of bumper stickers on it. Was know. he like a psychic or just a palm reader? I don't want to say palm reader because he didn't actually read our palms, mm-hmm. but I just can't think of a better way. He, 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 we came to the end of the discussion was me and Allison are very compatible. Okay. I, was, I could have told him that. Yeah. Anyway, it, that, so that was my interesting um Uber story for the weekend. We'll save yours for another day. In a, another yeah, we probably episode. don't need to talk about that on air. We'll save yours for an episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. Yeah. It's... All right. <clears throat> Let's jump into this, man. Okay. Which one? Brandon Presley. Oh, yeah. Our Twitter war with him last night. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there's a Twitter handle called Republicans for Presley. Bro, I'm just calling. Look, and, they, and they've been, they've been nice. I mean, they, they, they've retweeted our stuff and this, that, and the other. Yeah. 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 They're cool. But I, I'm just going to call shenanigans. I don't really think there's a group of real Republicans that are "quote unquote" Republicans for Presley. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's Republicans upset with Tate. Should but call I it that the, tw- the Twitter handle GOP upset with Tate. Yeah, you know, it's out of, yeah. GOPers against Tate. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I can get that, but I just don't think I, I, in my heart of hearts, I really don't think there's a "quote unquote" enough people to be a Republicans for Presley. And they're all, and you know how I know they're not Republicans, because they're upset about the tamp stuff. Yeah, um, that, that is a no. That's a non-seller on our side. You're the one who actually explained that to me, because of course, you know, on my side, I'm like, ah, this looks, you know, bad and stuff. But the way you put it, and now I really kind of understand it, was that, you know, it looks like you guys feel like this money was taken from you anyway, and not that you think it's a good thing that people steal anything, mm-hmm. but it's just. This is, what, you know, once the tax money's been stolen from me, I don't care who steals it from the tax man. Yeah, I mean, you know, and um, so it wasn't like I feel like, and I was talking to a friend of mine that works in Democratic. So I feel Party. bad about the drug dealer getting robbed. Mm. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Right, there you go. Like, like the drug dealer getting robbed. I mean, yeah, I was talking to my friend that works in the Democratic Party, and he was saying that you know a lot of outside money is coming in to Presley because of um, because of he's pushing the TANF thing. I don't know if that's true or not. This is what he told me, yeah. and um, 
And because that's kind of like, you know, we talk about echo chambers. I think that's a democratic liberal echo chambers, a TANF scandal. It's a big, it's just a big thing with like, they just want to push that. You know, all you got to do is go look under Tate's anything Tate posts. Yeah. It's that. There's people yapping about that. And I don't even, I'm not trying to necessarily defend Tate, but I'm trying to figure out here, what did Tate really do? (laughs) I mean, I can see where Phil Bryan and all these other people, there were issues there, but Tate was lieutenant governor at the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, and I I read an article a few weeks ago in the Magnolia Tribune that kind of explained Paul Lacoste, I think you sent it to me actually, Paul Lacoste program, fitness program for the state. It didn't Mm -hmm. seem like anything unethical occurred there. No, he got offered money to do something. He was like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems like he's kind of got messed over for not doing anything wrong. You know, that's that's the other thing. As far as what I what I've read or what you sent me that Tribune article, it didn't seem like Lacoste has done anything wrong or that really Tate did either. Yeah, well, you know, and also um, I think some of the I've I've heard from people that some of the DiBiase stuff isn't nearly as they're not they're quite as dirty as they're being played out to be either. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that too. Same thing. It seems like because I mean they had an organization that was actually doing work. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I don't know. This thing kind of. I mean, it's been going on for four years. You know, the feds are in it, and I guess they know which ones. You know, who's who were the bad guys who were not. They've been tied to what the news. I think, yeah. and then we're gonna John find Davis. out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. I mean, it seems like, but like you know, the thing with um with like Brett Favre, and I mean he. He ended up paying back the money, didn't he? I think that's correct. Well, yeah, no, that was the thing I sent you to. It was like, I was, or maybe you sent it to me. It was actually Tate's brother helped facilitate for paying the money back. Yeah, well, that don't fit the narrative. Mm-mm. No, I mean that's what. And uh, wasn't there? Didn't the attorney? See, I haven't dug in this in a while, but didn't the attorney general's office sign off on the volleyball money? Isn't that Man, correct? They they peeled this onion back. Every lawyer in the state peeled this onion back and said, "This is legal." Hmm. Yeah, I, I so I don't, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, if the if the AG's office signs off on this, and it was Jim Hood's office, not Lynn Finch, it was Jim Hood's yeah. office, so Democrat. Yeah, office, they, right? yeah, they they sign off on this. Says, well, if I'm the guy doing, it, I'm like, well, I, I've got it from the from the the highest law enforcement office in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You know, basically that this is, I guess you can call it the AG's law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I mean, I mean, I, I just don't get it. To me, this is a nothing sandwich. This whole thing that what the news did is. Is he, was he legal? Yeah, sure. But the other people they're trying to drag into all this, I don't think you don't have to like it. It can be dirty, but legal. I'm also like, how many? I mean, when they were like, well, politicians were giving money or handing out contracts to their friends. What politician doesn't do that? Where has that not occurred throughout? I mean, they all yeah, do it to some extent. I mean, look, it all happens. I mean, look, look at Richard's disposal in yeah, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, I mean, it's just this is just I mean, just from the most recent kind of ugly, dirty thing, but that apparently isn't illegal. And even, you know, I think, didn't Phil Bryant was going to sue Mississippi Today, and they retracted one of their statements about him, like, embezzling money? And it, to me, I just thought it was hard to say that Phil Bryant took a bribe. It just didn't seem like that was plausible to me, that that's what happened during this whole thing. And the insinuation was that he was dirty, and I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a Phil fan or anything, but I just, you know, be fair. Like, that's just be fair, and I don't think that he was taking a bribe. I don't think that... And I'm not a huge Tate fan, but I don't think Tate's was taking money either. I, you know, I, I don't know. It just seems a little not very plausible to me. And and the, and the point is, the bigger point is that you and I were talking about, even on Twitter last night, nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. You're not converting a single Republican voter over mm-hmm. to, Tate, to, to Brandon Presley from Tate Reeves over the 10th. Nope. Stuff. They are wasting their time. That is a Democrat echo chamber. You already have those voters. Yeah. Find, find something. Else. I, and I, I tweeted back at him. I said, you know. If you wanna, if you wanna get catch a bunch of agitated Republican voters, get them on Tate's COVID policies. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, because you guys are really mad about that. I mean, so that's a good point. And and then like we were talking there last night about Medicaid expansion. There's, I mean, people. I think the number now is in the seventy percent of the state wants this. I can't remember exactly, but it's close to that. And even the speaker, the future speaker of the house, Jason White, last week explained that you know they were going to take it up. That this is time to do that. And we don't know what form it's going to be in, but that he was he had actually it actually was. Uh, did you read his statements to Mississippi? No. It was really good, and he kind of said that like you know we kind of dropped the ball on this, yeah. and and. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's where the momentum's going with Medicaid expansion, and that's kind of Presley's issue. If I was him, I wouldn't talk about anything but Medicaid expansion and COVID, I, like you're suggesting. I think that's probably a pretty good idea, and, too. I, and I, I know I've got him on record saying there would be no COVID lockdowns, and that should just, in theory, mm-hmm. be the end. But I, I don't trust the national Democrat narrative, and that's where he's got a problem. He should have primary Tate as a Republican. I mean, he's almost – I mean, his positions are almost to the right. He, he would have a better chance of having primary Tate as a Republican. Let's take a call yep. real quick. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. Yo. Okay. With regard to Brett Favre and Marcus Dupree, for that matter, you don't hear nobody screaming about him. Uh, they scheduled talks and commercials. They paid them in advance, but they never scheduled them. So why was that the state's fault? Uh, uh, you're, you're saying it's their fault, not the state's fault. No, it wasn't their fault. The state didn't schedule the programs for them to speak at or oh, yeah. for the commercials yeah. to be done. So that's their damn problem. Another thing, if they would have taken that money and built Jackson State a football stadium, if, if there would have been nothing said about it. Man, that that's the only reason this is even a thing. It's because it was because of who got the money and who didn't. Exactly. Now, I've been saying that since day one. If this if this if this had been Jackson politicians or Democrat politicians, we would not be hearing anything about it, or or to be flipped. We'd be out, outraged and and yeah. they and they would be. I mean, so whatever. And, it, and they'd be having parades over it. Yep. Y'all guys have a great event. But again, don't listen to media. Because I'm telling you, I know for a fact that they paid them in advance, paid the agents in advance, and then uh, then the state didn't schedule because COVID hit. That's it. Appreciate it, brother. I mean, all right. right. Yeah, well, he brought up a good point about Marcus Dupree. I don't think he did anything either, right? I think from what. I don't, I mean, when I remember, I The state paid Tate. I mean, the state paid Brett the money. Brett donated the money to the school. And then the state didn't schedule the speeches. Why is, I mean, maybe there was a clause in the contract that says if these don't happen, you have to get the money back. I mean, I don't know. But once I haven't paid for something, screw you. And also, I read something really interesting, actually. Uh, I know some of the listeners joke with me about reading Vox so much. But Vox did a really good article about this a few months ago, talking about how this TANF money has been used in every state. Yeah. And all states, they were giving examples like Oklahoma and Texas. They've used it to plug budget holes for this this kind of program. I mean, this is not something that's new. I'm not saying that what you know, was done here was ethical or, you know, with a lot of those instances. Obviously not. There's federal indictments, those kinds of things, and people have pled guilty already. But um, but this is not something that hasn't occurred in every other state in the country based on the way that money's distributed. So I think that's also something interesting to look into. Yep. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Ron. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.